Your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to prevent the Apostles from acquiring plutonium using any means at your disposal. If you or any members of your IMF team are caught or killed, the Secretary will disavow any knowledge of your actions. Good luck, Ethan. This message will self-destruct in five seconds. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. Won't you come see about me? This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Well, hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. A good greater the four. Oh, Okay. <laughs> I mean, uh, for the greater good. Oh, Sorry. okay. Yeah, Sorry. yeah. Whew, that was weird. Uh, this is episode 272. And tonight 72. we are... Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, that's right. Uh, tonight we're talking about... Oh, I'm getting a weird echo. I am getting an echo, too. <laughs> we've been talking for 40 minutes and we've had no problems. And as soon as I hit record... Well, now it's gone. You good, Andrew? Sorry about that. That's okay. <laughs> Sometimes I like to record in my bathroom. No, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, This is episode 272, and tonight we're talking about Mission Impossible Fallout. I am Sean Allred, and joining me tonight is Andrew Hook to the Face Jemison. Ooh. Hello. Wow, you killed killed Andrew off this one. It's good. Yeah, I usually guess for you, but I didn't. Uh, Hook to the face, though. That's, That's... That's... Except drag. You like know that. what? And Andrew, it's really good to hear you today. I must admit. Yes. Um, as funny as it yeah, was I don't doing. I have your... to use my uh, see and say anymore. Yeah. As funny as that was, <laughs> I'm glad that you don't have to do that. Though, actually, now that I think about it, it would be kind of fun to have your phone do the um, the uh, the read for the uh, no. for the movie. No. <laughs> No, no, because I almost had I had everything but like the last word typed last time. And, you read <laughs> and then it. you stole it from him. You stole, uh, it. stole that thunder from me. I should have. <laughs> we should have planned it out. I'm sorry. Okay, sorry. Um, Andrew hooked to the face. Uh, Sam also reloads his fists before eating Vector. Oh, absolutely. Every time Every at time. the dinner table. Yeah. Sometimes twice. Sure. Depends on how hungry I am. Uh, oh, and, if and, uh, and if you're eating uh, like uh, like a uh, finger food, like chicken wings, like every time you have to like re- it's like a. It's like a sniper rifle, you know. You have to chamber around after every chicken wing. <laughs> and Sean, just so you know, yeah, I I, I think I, I know the perfect way to kill you off. Okay, in this, and that is just to to push you over the side of the cliff. That's it. I, I'll make you make you look over the side <laughs> because I, I know how you are. Yeah, and then like I would I would kind of push and then pull you back a little bit, and yeah. you think you're safe, and then I'd push you again. Nice. How are you gonna get me to, to the edge and look over? Like like what? guns. Oh. <laughs> I think I would rather just you shoot me. I mean, honestly. <laughs> um, and that and that other voice you might hear is, or not yes. might, but that you do hear. His name is Stephen. Hunt is still running on a building somewhere. Honeycut. Hey, how's it going? Good. Thank you for joining us. So, Stephen. Yeah, it's um, great to have a, a guest host on tonight. Yeah, so happy to be here. Stephen Honeycut was so um, gracious to interview me for his podcast. Um, 
uh, theme park legends, and uh, which was a lot of fun. And so I said, "Hey, you should come on our dumb show." So he did. He did for some reason. Um, That's I right. I don't think he realizes what negative um, effect it's going to have on his show. I think people... I only exclusively do dumb shows. So. Oh, that's, that's... <laughs> well. Well, you picked the dumbest yeah, of them all. Yeah, you picked a good one. <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, so Mission Impossible yes. Fallout 2018 just came out last year. It's on the Amazon Prime if you're looking for it. Uh, it's the... it's kind of nice to sometimes get these newer films yeah, on good. here that, yeah. are, that are streaming, that, that we haven't just gone to the theaters to see. Yeah. So, uh, I actually saw it in the theater, but uh, yeah, I know what you mean. Um, <laughs> I Absolutely. So this is, I think, what, the sixth in the franchise? I think is this the is sixth? Is it six one? already? One, Goodness two, gracious. Three, yeah, four, yeah six. There. Yeah, six one, yeah. Um, and, and it's basically everything's good except two, right? Usually? Yeah. I, yeah, and in this franchise, <laughs> I the mean, second one was horrid. The second, I didn't really care for the third one that much. But oh. yeah, the second one was unfortunate, especially since it was John Woo directing. Oh, okay, yeah. I knew John Woo yeah. did something. Yeah, did he slow do mode. three or no? He, no, no, just JJ two. I can't two. remember who directed number three, but JJ. Yeah, number did. two was so bad. Like I just. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was. I feel like the series did a dip where it was like two, and then I remember three was. Kinda not that great because I I feel that's the one where he got married I think yep um, yeah and where he was, was supposedly done right it was done yeah and he all. was yeah. trying to show everyone how normal he was because that was the time I think when he was on Oprah or whatever or all the Scientology <laughs> stuff was going on yeah. oh the couch jumping okay yeah exactly so oh, look I'm I'm Tom Cruise I'm marrying a regular girl and I'm in the Impossible <laughs> Mission Force uh, but then like. The fourth one, is that the one with uh, Brad Bird and they're on the Burj Khalifa? Yep. Um, yes. That's the fourth one? Yeah. Yep. That's huh. the fourth one. Now that's, I'm wondering if I ever even saw the fifth one. That's the. Are, f- you, <laughs> are you sure Fallout is the sixth? Yeah, because the, the fifth one is... This Rogue is, Nation, right? Yeah, Rogue, Rogue Nation. Nation. Yeah. So oh, this right. Is, that's the one. Okay. Yeah, All right. So I, this, I remember yeah. Rogue Nation being yeah. the one that I actually liked. I mean, the, yeah. the first one that I... The, the very first one, though, I agree with you. I, it was pretty good. Yeah. After that, I just didn't care about them. It was refreshing. The first one was, was, you know, we've had these James Bond type things, but this is just kind of a slight twist to that idea. I I really, really enjoy that. Well, the interesting Mm -hmm. thing about the first one is that I remember after it came out, my dad hated it. Because really? he said, "You because he compared it to the TV show, didn't he?" Yeah, because he watched it, yeah. and he said, "You've ruined the franchise. You can't make any more <laughs> because jo- John Voight's character is from the show, and he right, was yeah. he was such mm. a beloved character. And when yep. they make him to be a bad guy, spoiler, um, then <laughs> I think my, I think that the statute yeah. of limitations is <laughs> yeah. uh, on a thirteen-year-old movie. Yeah." Uh, yeah. <laughs> So, uh, Stephen, uh, it was really nice having you on the show, but since you said the third one is, is bad, then you know, I'm going to have to kick you off. No, I'm just teasing. Uh, I love <laughs> we did We reviewed the third one. We've only done three and now six, which is weird. Um, but yeah. those are the only ones that have been streaming. Uh, so I will guys, say... You like the third one? Is I that love what I'm the third one. The I like third the third one. one. Is, I mean, I, I'm not I don't think it's it. as, like, as bad as two, but I just remember yeah. it had an awesome opening scene with uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Mm-hmm. And then it was yes. really intense and like gritty. Mm-hmm. But then the rest of the film was sort of like, eh, kind of, uh, yeah, it didn't really reach that intensity ever again until I, it went back to that scene, like towards the end, I guess. I, I, mm-hmm. I, I, I love it. 
And I also oh. like I also okay. blindly no love J.J. Uh, Abrams. Like anything he touches, I'm watching. Like I added a movie later on in the series that he produced, uh, Overlord. Uh, we'll be doing that. Yeah. I think for yep. like like for That's our Christmas movie. movie or something. But um, yeah. Now but, I do have something to admit, folks, and that is I have not seen the fifth movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a thing. I, I, I did not have time to have get time. to it this no, weekend, yeah. and I was hoping to, but I, it's also I kind of liked that I came into the sixth movie not knowing anything about the fifth to see if somebody could understand it. Does that make sense? Because right. sometimes these movies start getting into those uh, those routines where you have to watch every single one. Oh to, no, to make sense. Yeah. I don't and, feel uh, like this is that franchise at all. I think you need no, to and, a little bit on this. And this one, I, I could it tell helps, there were some things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were some things that carried over, but but really, I I I could understand what they were doing and why. But you like sure. the one thing that you don't get yet, and you'll get it when you watch the fifth movie. It's just not streaming right now, and we'll, you'll get to watch it at some point, Sam. Is that you understand why Ethan hates the bad guy Solomon Kane? You like you really mm-hmm. understand why he hates mm-hmm. it because he's a bad guy. And you, you mm-hmm. get like when Benji goes, wait, uh, uh, what's her name? Not Elsa. Um, uh, <laughs> Is- Isla, 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 whatever. Isla. Isla when, when he's like, wait, she's here. Um, no, like, it was Elsa. Elsa. E- it's I I L S A. So yeah, El- Elsa. Yeah, yeah, Elsa. Elsa. Yeah, maybe that's she. Wolf of the SS. Yeah. 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 When they say, yo, she's, oh, she was our- that the the um um the greatest showman lady. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, yep. Who I found out is not actually singing in that movie, which kind of bummed me out no. because everyone else did. Yeah, she's but, not. But the woman yeah. that sang in that movie for that voice, her last name is Allred, which is kind of cool. Hmm. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> but, but Interesting. So, yeah, it's, it's whatever. And then the other thing is like like you, you learn how um, Alec Baldwin becomes the director of the IMF and like things like that. So, I mean... There's some like there's, like some of the like so like when he dies in this movie, you know, so, like you, there's not quite as an emotional attachment yet because mm. you miss how he got there. Right. Um, okay. So so see, I well, I, I have to say I liked Alec Baldwin in this movie. Well, there's been several recently where I've been like he's phoning this thing in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, this one, he felt legitimate in that character. Well, oh yeah, he me. tried. Yeah, he tried. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, and absolutely. I, and I think he does it also. I think he does a good job in the fifth movie uh, because him and Jeremy Renner have a couple scenes together that are actually really funny um, in their own way because he, at the time, is the director of the CIA. So he's asking Jeremy Renner these questions. And all he can say is, I could not confirm or deny anything without the permission <laughs> of the secretary. And he goes, But there mm-hmm. is no secretary. And he goes, I can't confirm or deny that either. I mean, like, there's this back and forth between the <laughs> two of them. So, uh, I, it, it'll be a worth the watch whenever you do get a chance to watch it. Sweet. It'll, it'll yeah. fill in some gaps, but I still think that the emotion that you have in this movie, because you've seen the mm-hmm. third one, so you know um, his wife. Oh yeah. So yeah. like that that helps, right? Because if you've not seen the third one, you're kind of confused about yeah. who this woman is, right? Um, yeah. And yep, why yep, that yep. emotion matters when she sees him and he sees her. And the look on her face is, if I'm seeing you, that means you're here because something bad's going on here. Yeah. And then right. when they have the realization of like they're here because someone else engineered it, like mm-hmm. that moment to me was really really great for this movie. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I think I'm jumping the gun just a little bit. Um, yeah. Sorry, I, I'm really excited to talk about this movie because I like <laughs> it so much, 
And I, I also feel like I have to defend the third one's honor a little bit. But before we get into all that, um, we have a fun little tradition that we just started, and I think we're going to continue because it's kind of fun. And frankly, no one's complained, but no one gives us feedback. Well, no anyway. ever, well except for that one hate mail we got. That did. We would need to listen to someone years ago. to complain. That's yeah, true. Um, yeah, yeah, Stephen, we did get hate mail one time. It was actually pretty great. Um, I read it on air. It was it was wonderful. I had I had realized. I'll, I'll that, take hate mail any day. It's, it's at least the interaction. Yeah, sure. That, that once we, uh, I think we had kind of achieved something good once we got people saying that they hated us, which I thought was. This pretty was good. before I was on the show. Uh, yeah, I'm jealous. I haven't gotten yeah. any hate mail on my <laughs> podcast. Uh. I'll I'll send in as an alias and say that that guy you had on from North Carolina sucked. Um, <laughs> so yeah, but that's his hate mail. I yeah. want some for me. Oh well, that's fair. All right, so Sam, this is where you start off um, with your. Oh okay. Or should we have Andrew do the read? We're all over the map. This is great. Yeah, let's do Andrew do the read. All right, and then Andrew, we'll what is there. Fallout? Because I honestly don't know, even though I just watched well, it. Well, I'm gonna read you two because okay. they're very special. Yeah. IMDb says this. Ethan Hunt and his IMF team, along with some familiar allies, race against time after a mission gone wrong. That tells us nothing and is not helpful at all. Thank you, IMDb. (laughs) Now, Amazon Prime says, Ethan Hunt chooses to save his team over completing a mission, allowing stolen plutonium to fall into the wrong hands. Now he must partner with a hard-hitting CIA agent in a race against time to stop a nuclear threat. Yeah, that kind of tells us more about it. That's yeah. a little better. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's that's a little better. better. Sure. Um, sure. Yeah, IMDb is notorious for bad <laughs> synopsis. I don't know yes. who writes them, but they're usually kind of bad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, we I had a sounder for this. Do we want to do a sounder or no? We did the book. Do we want to keep with the book or do we want to do something <laughs> else? You can do the book. Uh, yeah, how about I pick work. another random one? Okay, I'm going to scroll, scroll, random, click. Here we go. <laughs> what happens if the engine stops? We all freeze and die. Okay. <laughs> what? That's from that's from Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer, yeah. Uh, and that oh signal God. means it's time for our five word review. Five word review. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's almost more fun my my roulette of the soundboard than anything. Yeah, else. that's true. That might that might be the thing to do. Yeah. Okay. All right. Go ahead. All right. I I've. Like usual, I've got a couple here yeah. um, for you. I've got uh, my first one was uh, Tom runs through travel commercial. Nice, yeah. <laughs> right, I see yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, and then um, I I also have here just an acrophobic's worst nightmare. Oh, acrophobic is someone who has fear of heights. Yeah, I mean nothing yeah. in this movie triggered me because I I'm kind of there um, when he jumps out the sky spire in the fourth yeah. movie. That one made my butt pucker. Just, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I don't know. Some of the scenes of him hanging from the, the helicopter got me this time. I'm like, holy crap. I don't know why that one there. doesn't bother me as much. I don't know why. Like, it's because you're right. It's, yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty perilous. But yeah. But for yeah. some reason, yeah, from the, I think simply because the um, the camera guy goes out the window with him in that movie. And I know oh, that okay. there's a camera guy out there with him. That's what it freaks me out. I don't know why. Um, anyway. Andrew. Yeah, so I, oh, I think this this yeah. movie really it's it's a gorgeous travel commercial, and also, boy, they they pushed the heights on this one. It felt like there was a lot of stuff in the air. 
from jumping out the plane, the helicopters, yeah. the the uh, buildings he was jumping over. Yeah, um, lots of lots of heights. Yeah, no, you're no, those are good. Um, yep, I could really see uh, Tom Cruise replacing the gnome from the Travelocity commercials. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's about as small as a gnome. Thank you for picking up on the joke. I, I set it up. I was waiting for someone to take that. The... Was that was out of the park? Yeah, absolutely. There you go, uh, Andrew. <laughs> All right, who's next? Andrew. Oh, sorry. Yeah, uh, fine. I, I didn't. I wasn't very inventive with this one. Uh, I just said the best of the MI franchise. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean. Well, Honestly, it's hard to argue because yeah, the, this, the this, action scenes were out of this world. Yeah, you know the the, I mean it's I just the sound editing alone was amazing. Oh yeah, yeah, um, it's got a great soundtrack too. It does. The score is. I, really did you guys good. notice? Yeah. I mean, I always being a music person as you are, uh, Sam and Sean, the uh, the soundtrack at the very beginning. I always noticed the main theme of you know every movie that that we watch. Mm-hmm. And I felt like this one, you know, they revamped it, and it, it was like it was really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what it was. It just I was like, all right, I'm ready to watch this movie well, when every, it came on. Every composer I, that's had this movie gets the opportunity to have their own version of the Mission Impossible mark on theme, it. and some of them I think are good, some of them are bad. And and again, Stephen, I have you didn't we were not warned of this. The three of us were in. Music. We were music. You know, Andrew is a band director. I was a music major. Sam plays um, an instrument as well. So I'm like, a musician too. I can whistle. Oh, that's yeah. <laughs> you can play the radio. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you, I think you told me that you play guitar and yeah. Oh, um, nice. Other. Okay. So, so we're I'm always like hyper. Uh, we're all kind of hyper um, aware of the of the s- soundtrack and things, and. When you have a piece of music that is iconic as the Mission Impossible theme, um, you're always kind of aware if it's like if it's in five four time, you know, like simple sure. simple like that. And I remember going back. I hate to dump on the second movie, but I remember that the the version of the second <laughs> movie, like it was really bad. Like they kind of oh, wait. You're telling me you don't like the Limp Biscuit version of the Mission Impossible theme? <laughs> yeah. That's, Are you insane? Because <laughs> I'm right there with you. That was so Oh, my gosh. Bad. That was during the Limp Biscuit yeah. time era, wasn't it? Yeah. I forgot about that. The first that. one was uh, Adam Clayton from U2, yeah. and I think the drummer. And then, then they got Limp Biscuit for the second one. And that's just part of the... Uh, you know, tapestry on why that movie sucks so much. Yeah, yeah. and then and then they 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 righted the ship with Michael Giacchino to do the third and fourth yes. one, and mm-hmm. yeah, he's amazing in everything that he touches, and should do more work all the time. So, there you go. All right, um, there's that about the, Andrew. Yes, the, I noticed multiple times that the the score was just it's kind of beautiful. Mm-hmm. For an action, it reminded movie. me of. Uh, sorry to jump in. Where yeah. it reminded me of some past James Bond scores, like may- maybe from the seventies or eighties, just mixed in with Mission Impossible. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. the ones when he's like hanging out on the beach and stuff. Uh, I mean, did anyone else get that vibe? A little bit. Like now that you paint that picture, I'm with you. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Um, I can I can see Daniel Craig hanging out on the beach while listening while, like this is happening. Uh, I was thinking more like well, I Roger didn't, Moore, but I, I guess it doesn't matter. I didn't watch those. I watched <laughs> Daniel Craig. I'm I'm lame when it comes to Bond. I just haven't seen them for whatever reason. <laughs> I see. Um, well, it it 
it fit though. I mean, the, from the camera shots to the music, everything was fairly. I don't want to. I don't. You know, I hate to overuse the word epic, mm-hmm. but there was some so many gorgeous shots in this movie, and you, you needed that type of music to kind yeah, of sure. follow it to to Absolutely. really make it. I don't want to say classy, but uh, it, just it it felt heightened it has in, a, in terms of quality because of that. Bougie. Yeah, it's a very bougie. yeah. There you go. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> it's a very tight movie, though. I mean, it, it just feels like there's not a lot of waste. It's a it's a two and a half hour yeah. long movie, and I don't feel it. No, it didn't feel at it all like a two it. and a half hour movie. Not well, at all. It, uh, if you watch it again, you might feel it a little bit. Well, this is my oh, really? third time seeing. Yeah, it. just I mean. Because you know not, where the story's going. Exactly. You see the twists, like some of the um, the dialogue uh, scenes come off a little expositional, and they're just sort of standing there talking, and you're mm. like, you're like, come on, move on, move along to the next action scene. But <laughs> upon my first viewing in the theater, like I, I mean, I, I felt the same way you guys did. That it was basically a pretty much close to a perfect action movie. Yeah. Yeah. The interesting. The best compliment I heard from it was uh, I heard that this was basically the best action movie since Mad Max Fury Road. Um, wow. In, in the form mm. of the practical effects, because, yeah. I mean, Tom Cruise is on a motorcycle. Tom Cruise is driving that BMW. I mean, mm-hmm. and, like, he yep. did that 360 thing where he goes down the stairs and spins it around and then shoots off. Like, he did that. Like, that's really yeah. cool. Oh, they, yeah, they made sure in the commercials to let you know that old Tom was doing all of his own stunts. <laughs> and, and I'm fine with that. I'm okay with sure. that. I think that's hey, really I mean, cool. And and, yeah. and he does it yeah. well. So yep. um, I was looking at the director. We're going to get to your uh, five-word uh, intro here, Stephen, if you have one. Uh, but the director, <laughs> the, the two movies that he's... So he did this one in Rogue Nation. Um, and then he mm-hmm. also did Jack Reacher, the first one, which I really mm-hmm. liked. Um, I you liked, know, that I still haven't seen that. And I know you're, you're hang up on it, Sam, because you read the book. And... Yeah, Jack, he's, he's a giant in the book. Yeah, Jack Reacher's supposed to be like six seven, and he's a big, big man. Yep. And in this, you know, it's it's little Tom Cruise. So old Tom was reading, and he was like, "Yeah, I could play that." Yeah, so <laughs> I'll put lifts in my boots. It'll yeah, be perfect. So I can become five ten. Uh, yeah, the Jack Reacher <laughs> of the book is is described as being intimidating without talking. Mm-hmm. You know, where he's just such a large person that and, you and, just don't want to mess with him. And, and the one in the movie does nothing but talk. Uh, I but, know, right? But it was okay. I, I thought Jack Reacher was all right. I thought it's, I really liked it. I like, because I never read the book, so I had no preconceived notion. And so it's kind mm-hmm. of, this, nor did I. So it's kind of like a thriller, a little bit like a whodunit. And it was really intense. And Lauren Lindley always looks like she's surprised at something. And. <laughs> I just I really like the movie. So anyway, I'm kind of excited now because this director is doing the next two of these movies. Wait, there's more Mission Impossible oh, coming? Oh gosh, yeah. This movie made almost a billion dollars <laughs> worldwide. Oh wow. my gosh. This well, was, I okay. suppose it's good. I just hope they yeah. just throw some new they stuff in some there. Some good ideas. Yeah, some, some, yeah. I'm sorry, not good ideas, but just something different. different something different, sure. yeah. yeah. Well, a, a storyline that isn't diffuse the bomb at the last minute. Yeah. And oh, looks like we're looking down on every. It was funny. Uh, everyone, uh, Angela Bassett, she, she kept calling uh, IMF like, "Ooh, that's Halloween." It's like yeah. the, everyone always looks down on the I, on the IMF. <laughs> yeah, they've saved the world so many times. What, 
What's the deal? Yeah. When are people when do they get learn? the respect? And the, yeah, they're and the, the Rodney Dangerfields of governmental entities. <laughs> and it's <laughs> that's true. They're and the Riggs and Murtaugh. And it's not. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know. Is that supposed to help us identify with them? It's like, oh, they don't get any respect, just like I don't at my job. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. It's it is kind of hard to believe as a government entity that is is highly funded as they are as the underdog in the intelligence community you know right yeah like, and here's yeah. the strange so thing and hunt that guy who saved the world six thousand times that's <laughs> halloween stuff yeah i mean that that is kind of a dumb trope and it's weird because like so when you think of the third movie which again i love you guys hate you guys are wrong in that it's like a huge <laughs> government complex right like they have this big office underground there's a director and assistant director like there's mm-hmm. lots of moving plate people and then since that movie it's always been it's just the group. Of th- it's just a small team. It's right. always yeah. Just for this... some reason, I thought it was just. I thought they disbanded the IMF well, at they, some point. They technically that, did. Haven't they done that like ten times? Yeah. yeah. They technically did yeah. in Ghost Protocol. They, you the... you are on your own now. Yeah. There's yeah. no support. Yeah. yeah. And they do that in Ghost Protocol, but of course it comes mm-hmm. back because they have you know the no, two more movies where it's the team. But once again, it comes down to Ethan. And his band of merry men, which to your point is why are people shitting on him? Literally, he's like. Uh, he's you. You. you know I'm saying he saved the world. Not just like oh, I saved this one small thing. He saved the world, right? A couple, yeah. a couple of times, yeah. right? He's a he's a, a he's third Avenger of the population in this one. Yeah, I'm like he's he's like world. Avenger level like hero worship right now or hero right, right. now. And Angela Bassett's like you just play with masks and put on costumes. It's like okay, <laughs> like I respect you because you're an awesome actress, but don't be mean. <laughs> She's only doing what the script told her. I know, I know. Go yeah. go go back to nine one one. Steven, do you have a five-word uh, intro? We're eventually going to get through all these. I do, and it's uh, Tom Cruise proves Scientology works. <laughs> <laughs> makes you smarter, makes you faster. I mean, somehow it de-ages you so you can have a career through three decades, four yeah. decades. <laughs> That's true, too. Did it? Like, I, so I'm oh always, I'm gosh. always kind of hyper. He is able to leap tall buildings. That's true. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the guy's like twice our age, and he's doing all these wacky stunts. So, it's gotta, oh there's got to be something to it. So I'm always kind of hypersensitive. Well, didn't he, didn't he get hurt in this one? Which one did he get hurt in? Yeah, he broke his I ankle. That was number five. No, it was this one. It's in the trivia. We'll get there. Okay. Um, Sorry. No, it's fine. No, Jump it's fine. the gun. No, no, you're fine. You would have known. Yeah, he 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 breaks his ankle in a stunt in this movie. We'll, we'll oh, talk oh. about it. But yeah. um, uh-huh. I so I we've talked about this on the show, especially like last year when we did Mother. Like we're always kind of weirded out when older dudes are kissing on young ladies. <laughs> um, when Vanessa Kirby, who we've seen, uh, the the White Widow, we've seen her in mm-hmm. that terrible um, what was that sci-fi movie we did? Um, oh, crap. What was you know what I'm talking about? She uh, Kill Command. Kill command. She okay, was the uh, one with the implants. She was like a yeah. cyborg, whatever. Mm-hmm. And she's in the new uh, Fast and the Furious movie too. Uh, anyway, when she kisses him, I'm like, he could be your, like your dad. You know, I just, um, I don't yeah, know. it's weird. And like, there was no reason for it other than, and I hope, like, part of me wants to think that, like she did that on her own. Like she just wants to kiss Tom Cruise because it's Tom Cruise. You know what I'm saying? Like I hope Tom was like, hey, <laughs> let's make her kiss me. You know, I just, I don't know. I, I don't know. It just seems like he's like, we got to have this in the script so I can look normal. Uh, <laughs> like, I mean, hopefully that's not the case, but 
I don't know. I mean, I think a lot of the or one of the big problems with blockbuster movies in general is that there's like not enough kissing or love at all. Uh, but should it be between someone who's like double your age? Definitely not. Um, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> probably could have done without it. Um, mm. But although, I mean, was it was it did it push the character forward? Nope, it didn't well, do anything. That's the question, right? There is no character. No. All, all it <laughs> yeah. proves is that she's attracted to psychos because he's playing this part of a psycho. Yeah, yeah. So, that's true. I mean, if I mean, you're talking about her character, yeah, I mean, it reveals her, but it doesn't reveal anything. Oh, well, it doesn't reveal anything about him at all. It's just, right, because he's just the best who just cares too much about his team, and that's all you need to know. Well, the one thing that I appreciated that he looked super awkward doing it. Like I appreciated <laughs> that because he, I think he kind of has a. Th- we obviously we think he has a thing for Elsa because she's in the next movies, um, which yeah. is which is cool because I think that I think her character is really cool. Actually, I like her. It's, yeah. She's a fun character. Yeah, um, she's kind of that. Like, well, I kind of likened her to uh, Catwoman. Yeah, um, yeah, that was the comparison. Uh, yeah. uh, the Holly Berry one. No, no, just oh, no. The, the character, oh, no. not the actor. I just wanted but to just... reference that horrible movie. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but just the idea that you never quite know what the motivation is. Behind sure. Yeah, like yeah. a rogue. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And Sam, you're going to really appreciate this. In the fifth movie, the the weapon that she uses to try to assassinate someone, she builds yeah. it out of a flute. Oh. Yeah. Wow. It's actually pretty nice. cool. Yeah. Like, nice. Yeah, I think it's, it's it might even be a bass flute. Seriously. Like, I think it's, anyway, I can't remember. It's either a flute yeah. or a bass flute, but one of the two is pretty cool. And yes, a bass flute nope. is a thing. Don't, don't, don't. It is a thing. Don't c- come at it me. Needs lots of air. Uh, so my dumb five word review, uh, I, I came up with Oh, two. that's horrible. Just don't, just don't. No, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I did run, climb, shoot, reload, fist. <laughs> that's, that's it, man. That's, that it. is pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Oh my goodness. So uh, we've actually just been kind of going over all the stuff. Um, yeah. And with that, which was actually great. It was actually way better than I could have planned for. Uh, I like the uh, cold open. Uh, yeah. The movie, you know, where yeah. they're when they're doing the thing. Uh, uh, th- these movies are good for the cold open. I think. I think where it just starts off real intense. Sure. Uh, like. Again, like James Bond used to, mm-hmm. yeah. or still does. Yeah, and you're just you're waiting for him to step out into the uh, the the muzzle shot and yeah. then shoot towards it. And right, then, you know, exactly. That screen side, it drops down. Yep. Only this time it's the uh, the fuse. Sure. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I did write um, in my notes here. I did take some notes and I wrote that uh, the news feed. So the first time I watched this, and Sam, this is your first time. And Andrew, mm-hmm. was this your first time? I couldn't remember. Uh, yes, it was. Okay, so the part when they're when they're in the hospital and they're doing the news feed where Wolf Blitzer is reading the news talking about the nuclear explosions, <laughs> it, it, I actually thought it was legit. I mean, seriously. I did, too. Because I totally did, too. the fourth movie, they blow up the Kremlin. I mean, like, this franchise is not, you know, averse. They're to, not shy. Yeah, yeah. To, to doing some damage. And I thought, holy balls, they blew up, like, three cities. Like, that's insane. Um <laughs> And then they do one of the coolest reveals ever. Now, come on, I wrote yeah. this is a trope, right? But when when they when they call cut, right, and then the walls come down, like what actuator, oh. like what button did they build to have an actuator to pull the pins, the cotter pins that kept the walls up? Like, 
Yeah. Who, who built well, that? Well, they've got some grip back there. <laughs> yeah. They just, just wanted to make got the sure. Button. Yeah, that even the dumbest person understood what was going on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was a cool shot, but it was like a commercial, right? Like it's sure. It's, it's like some. Yeah. Um, oh, the it's whole like movie was a commercial commercial for BMW. No. Yeah. Oh, heck yeah. Well, but that always happens. I mean, Avengers they use um, they all use Acura, and you know that mm-hmm. that happens. I don't care about that stuff. Right. But like, wasn't there like a like a perfume or a cologne commercial where the guy is doing an interview and then the walls fall down and he walks away or something? I don't remember. See, so it's not doing a very good job if your product can't. I can't remember what you're advertising, but right. Well, you've um, got those. Was it Chevy with the JD Power Awards? You know where they'll. This yeah. truck has it, and this truck has it. Oh wait, look, this truck and this truck. Yeah, I like how Progressive made fun of those commercials. Um, <laughs> we're oh, I'm in a room. Oh, there's a thing. This could only get grandma. better if my grandma was here. Grandma. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I love that they're making fun of those. Uh, news fake out was awesome. Oh, I just wrote that, but they did. Did they really yeah. need to make the hospital room collapsible? No, but it was a cool shot, is what I wrote. Yeah. Um, sure. The parachute. I, scene, I thought it was cool that Wolf Blitzer was just like, "Yeah, I'll do this for you guys." Sure. Give, you know, let me come in and be in Mission Impossible. And then, and then Simon Pegg gets to wear the mask. <laughs> yeah, uh, that that was that that was pretty cool. That uh, was pretty cool. I like that. Speaking I like, of of Simon Pegg, I like him. I'm I don't like. remember other movies where he got beat up as bad. Uh, Does he get beat up as bad in other he, movies? He gets no. uh, not uh, well in this franchise. No. Well, in this the, franchise? the last the last movie he he. He mentions it in this movie where he got a bomb strapped to his chest. He had a bomb strapped to his chest in the last movie. Right. Okay. But he wasn't he wasn't like almost killed as much. No, yeah. he wasn't no, he wasn't physically assaulted like he was in this movie. Um and in the Always he, kinda, he in the other movies I kinda saw him as the guy in the van. Even right. though that's not really his Well his he role. was in the third movie. He was the guy yeah. in the and van. Then, and then, and then, then Luther be, Vandross needs to learn how not to get caught. <laughs> You mean Ving Rhames? Oh, Ving Rhames. Yeah. (laughs) I was happy to see him in this. I was like, oh, he's finally getting work again. Um, Well, he's, he's, he and um, uh, Tom Cruise are the only two that have been in every movie. He's been in all six. But in, in four. But he's always a human shield. Well, in four, he's just a cameo. In the fifth one, I don't remember him in the fifth one. I guess he was. Yeah, he had to have been in the fifth one. I just don't remember much of what he did. Uh, yeah, I mean he's he's funny. He gets to deliver the lines. I mean he, the best moment for him in the movie. It's not a line because it's not spoken, but they're saying that we're gonna make you know Benji, you're gonna be Solomon Kane. He goes, why do I have to be it? And then Luther points to himself and then points to him like, hello, <laughs> right? <laughs> there's there's some uh, it's, this is a physics there's problem. A reason. Here. Yeah. <laughs> uh. I like Luther. He's great. Uh, so, so the big new addition to this movie is um, Superman. Yes, uh, Henry Cavill. Right? Yeah. Yep. And they didn't and, uh, uh, digitally remove half his face. In yeah. this one. <laughs> well, it's because of this movie that they yeah. did have that yeah. uh, that yeah. um, the mustache in the which what was it again? Justice League, Justice something League. like that. Yeah, Justice yeah, League. They should have. I just think done they should have just let him have the mustache as Superman. They should have yeah. done what they did with Caesar. Um, and then and then Romero had a scene where he's the... trying to shave it off, and all the razors are like popping because it won't do it. Oh, that would well, funny. they showed how he shaves in Man of Steel. Remember, he looks at the mirror with his laser vision oh, and lasers right. it off because that's all people <laughs> care about these days. Wait a minute, that didn't happen. Yes, <laughs> it did. 
We watched Man. I don't remember yeah. that. We watched oh, Man. Man. Oh no, we did back podcast. Yeah, you have to yeah, go back and check it out. We did, we did. I remember as the beginning of that film, if I remember yeah, right. Yeah, he's like a fisherman or something. And yeah. yeah, that's not real. Are you serious? No, it is. Go watch it again. <laughs> I know you blocked it out because you said you hate that movie, but <laughs> they had the right we guy playing Zod. But... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't. I can't. This can't be real. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, so... I feel like I feel like you're punking me. No, oh. man. I yeah. promise you not. Yeah. Um, well, well, I mean, how else would he do it? He, I mean, steel won't won't cut his his hair off. Well, mm-hmm. so only Superman. I did a Google search know. for for uh, Man of Steel shave, and I got a man. I got a Gillette commercial. Well, and exactly imagine if he's a, if he tries to manscape. It's a Harry's. What, what kind of it's angles a, he has to use that mirror? It's a kryptonite blade from Harry's.com. They get it sent to him. Oh, that you makes, know, there you go. That makes every sense. three months. Everything I'm seeing on this is a Gillette commercial. I think you guys are lying to me. That's no, fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> I did. I did say the parachute scene makes my butt pucker. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I just it, it. It's not as much as the the one from the the sky the skyscraper, but this one's still pretty intense. Because again, <laughs> Tom jumps out with a camera guy. Like you know, they're doing it. And yeah. And and the fact that. It took as many takes as it took to get the shot is just amazing. Amazing. Um, yeah. I did write. The but that whole scene with the the countdown of how you know where they are: ten thousand feet, five thousand feet, yeah, four thousand, three thousand, two thousand. I just realized. Like, holy that, cow! Yeah, that's kind of a J.J. Abrams thing because he did the exact same thing in the Star Trek reboot, mm-hmm. and uh, the one of the guys pulls his shoot super late, but of course he dies. But he was just a red shirt. Uh, is that uh, is that the one where it came out of the water? No, that was the second one. That's the one we did for okay. the show, that, which still kind of bugs me. <laughs> uh, but And, of course, now J.J. has to have a Star Destroyer coming out of the Earth. Yeah. Or whatever. But I'm wondering if it's an asteroid belt. has to be an asteroid belt, right? You think right? so? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, who knows? I mean, that's the only thing I could think of would make sense. Uh, other than maybe that there's a literally a Star Destroyer that's been, like, stuck on like, a planet, and then... It just... Maybe it's a secret Star Destroyer. Yeah. Steven, you still with us? Oh, are we talking about Star Wars? Because <laughs> that doesn't, uh, that franchise is dead to me. Really? Why? Oh, oh. yeah. Wait, wait, uh, oh. There, there was a trilogy that started in the 70s, and there was never any other movies made after that. Oh, that's, no, that's not fair. I mean, oh, the Rogue, new, the Rogue newer One ones are is better. good. Rogue One I is mean, a good movie. Uh, prequels are bad. We'll give you that. But the newer ones are better. Yeah, prequels are awful. You Okay. Uh <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I so I, there's a gentleman that I work with who um, he is part of a group that does like fan edits of Star Wars movies, and he showed me uh, a, a little bit of a fan edit. This guy went in to Empire Strikes Back and added in CGI um, a couple of extra of the uh, the walkers, the AT-AT walkers, and yeah. shows um, one of them where the the side doors open and troopers are rappelling out. Because the purpose of those walkers is not just walking gun platforms, but they're they're troop carriers, mm-hmm. and it actually shows that in that movie because they you see it in Rogue One, right? You see like the doors have opened in Rogue One mm-hmm. and they're walking around shooting at the the squadron. But anyway, um, I think I think Rogue One is really good. We did Han Solo or did Solo? We it's fine, mm-hmm. uh, but the Force Awakens is a fun movie. 
I like the fun. It's exact. It's the new hope again. Sure. Basically. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm okay with that. I'm okay. I like the new hope. But we get to meet, we get to meet some new characters, which are really, I mean, Finn is a cool character and Poe is really interesting and you get to, and what's her name? Daisy Ridley. I can't remember her character name for some reason, but those are some interesting. Yeah. Ridley Scott. I, I have heard that this last one will leave the audience speechless. That's an exact quote from something I watched the other day. Mm. Well, was that left, direct from Disney? The second movie, the, <laughs> no. The eighth movie left oh, okay. a lot of people either angry or, um, anyway, um, indifferent. Yeah, we didn't do that one, did we? I don't think we did. I don't think so. It's no. It's we streaming. Might've... We could. It's streaming. I don't know if we want yeah. to, but I didn't have a problem with the eighth one the way some people did. But I, yeah, I thought it was fine. Um, yeah. I didn't even care about the so, casino scene. But so tell me how uh, tell me how uh, Tom Cruise used the force to get the uh, the button to him on the cliff. You know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't. He, he jumped for. He used the force jump to get up to, to the top there the, within eight honestly, seconds or whatever was left. You make the joke, Sam, but the only thing in this movie where I was like, "Wait, how did he do that?" was in the one shot he's running on the. You know, when he jumps out the window and he's looking at everybody in the office building, and he kind of makes a look and he jumps out, and huh? and he's running along the building, and then he runs to the end, and then the next shot he's under a bridge, and I thought, "How yeah. did he get off that building so quickly?" That was the only it's time. The power of Zenu, <laughs> parkour, yeah, hardcore and editing. parkour, yeah, yeah. yeah and he yells par- parkour as he's jumping off. I could see that. It, Parkour. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, did we all know Superman was going to be the bad guy at the beginning of this? I mean, he's the only guy. With, he's the only guy with a mustache, right? He yeah. has to be. Ow! 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 Dog! Stop it! Sorry. <laughs> God darn dog! This podcast just became um, an action podcast because his dog keeps attacking him. Yeah. <laughs> um. I I knew something was up with him only because you know you bring in a new character and it's kind of the spoil to Tom Cruise, mm-hmm. right? Right. And I figured something was up, but I thought it was just a, a, really, I just thought it was a babysitting job. I thought he was there to basically screw him up in the mission. Yeah. I didn't realize he would be basically the mission, you know, the reason, mm-hmm. yeah. reason why they're doing what they're doing. Yeah. Back to a point, I think Stephen or somebody made it about the IMF being the little redheaded stepchilds. I, I just, <laughs> I, I, can we I believe finally, it was the Rodney Dangerfields and, of uh, government. Unless entities. the movie is strictly about how good the CIA is, the CIA are always dicks. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's not just the fact that, you know, they did this They did this plan so they could reveal that Superman's the bad guy, right? Because Ethan had a, he had a theory, right? So they, they enact mm-hmm. this plan. They get their own, their own director involved in the charade, and then the CIA still screws them. Yeah. yeah. Right? <laughs> like, gosh, yeah. dang it, Angela Bassett. Can you guys not, like, for, for once, can the CIA not be a bunch of dicks? Let's, can we? Can and, we and, okay. so, <laughs> man, <laughs> just look at history. I mean. I know. It's, <laughs> it just seems dumb. It's just another trope. I mean, I love this movie. Don't get me wrong. I did oh, write, yeah, I wrote yeah, a bunch yeah. of tropes for this movie. Uh, the I'm Goat sure Alone the people at the CIA are very nice folks. I'm sure they are. For also, the majority. Especially the ones that's listening to this podcast. I'm sure you're very yeah. nice. Oh, animals. they are. You know they are, uh, and they're hating every minute of it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like some poor sap in a in an office somewhere. It's like, doc, I, I, I almost want to just see reviews again this week. I you know. I almost just want to say some trigger words just so that we get recorded. You know, just you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so get more. 
just so that someone is forced to listen to our dumb show. Plutonium. But, uh, plutonium. <laughs> president. <laughs> bomb. Uh, what else? What else? Russia. Russia uh, Ukraine. That's Epstein. a hot one. Saudi Arabia. <laughs> uh, Epstein didn't kill himself. Yeah, things like that. I'm sure. I'm sure we're on a list now. Yeah, there you go. Sweet. All right. Well, as long as it counts as a download, I don't care. <laughs> uh, that's all the notes I got. You guys want to talk about anything else before I do clips? No. I, 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 all I know is I just really liked how real this movie felt. It didn't yeah. feel yeah. CGI'd. It felt like things were getting hit. You mean like and, the way uh, action movies used to feel? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah, right? I, I yeah. really think so. that, that Fury Road has a thing to, to say about that. You know? Oh, I mean, I would, I mean, generally, you know, like, I mean, I love, well, I don't know if I'd say I love them all, but I enjoy the Marvel movies for the most part, but it mm-hmm. never feels like it's like a yep. mono imano fight. It's like one human versus some sort of CGI, like World of Warcraft reject. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, yeah, and this definitely feels like, human beings like fighting yeah. one another or stunt people uh fighting one another and that leads me to one of my notes and that is the the bathroom fight scene oh so awesome. which uh-huh. i think is uh like one I, I think that might be the for me at least uh my favorite scene in the entire movie and the yeah, I agree. it was yeah. so yeah. good yes. and you know, there was some great you know action along down the lines but i mean i love a good fight especially when there's martial arts involved and uh, <laughs> there was never another fight that i felt um that impactful that one yeah, yeah. um yeah well there's... so good and i wanted to see more of that asian guy i wanted him to come back but he didn't <laughs> well honestly, he had a hole in the face and honestly sure. if you think about it there yeah. really isn't another kind of fight like that for the rest of the movie i mean nope. we have the escape no. from the bar and then there's the the two chase scenes in paris and then they get to London, and then there's the the ambush, and then another foot chase, and then they go to the cold place where they have a little fight scene at the end, which is like just a. But they're both beat up. I mean, they're just exhausted. Right, yeah. So I mean, that's really it just the been only, through hurt. You know, helicopter crashes. Yeah. So like, so. that's really the only true, like you said, mono 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 fight scene. Yeah. And that's yeah. probably why it sticks out so much in the movie. Also, mm-hmm. because that bathroom was the cleanest bathroom in on in the on the planet. Especially at a rave. Yeah, it was a pretty swanky was... club, though. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. let's just be honest. Europeans are trash. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. <laughs> Especially oh, those Sean. I'm up. teasing. We have European listeners. I'm joking. You guys we are awesome. We had European listeners. You do? Yeah, yeah we do. We have, we have, <laughs> um, I know at least two uh, listeners, dedicated listeners from Europe. Uh, Europe, that's lame. From England. <laughs> uh, I know there's one that we yeah. get at least one or two downloads a week from uh, France, and we get one from Germany every now and then, which I probably, I honestly And we've had a bunch from Russia back when we did the uh, Russian film. We did do a Russian film at the request of the filmmaker. Whoa, what Russian film? It was a film noir movie. We'll talk about it off air, but it was a a film noir movie, (laughs) uh, Russian noir, and but the director and writer of the movie solicited us to review it. Oh, that's great! It was yeah, really it was cool. Awesome. It, it was, was really awesome. cool. It was, and again, we we I think we actually did. We weren't mean to it. We were pretty nice no. because we knew that the filmmaker was listening. Uh, right, but we weren't. We weren't overly 
fake on being nice. I think no, we I mean, were honest with it. Yeah, we were, yeah. Yeah, we were pretty honest yeah, I think with it. So they were like, I they, they love mentioned... this movie. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Not since yeah. Citizen Kane has a movie impacted <laughs> me so deeply. Yeah, basically. Exactly. I think you did listen <laughs> to Alfred the Alfred Hitchcock who? Yeah. He's the, the Russian <laughs> version of Alfred Hitchcock, yeah. Uh, anyway, so... Yes, the fight scene was awesome. Okay, there we go. Yes. Uh, I think time for clips, right? Is that all I was going to say? Yeah, clippy clips. I think sure. We're so. not supposed to have one. Yeah. Uh, no, this is, I just play the clips. No? I don't play a sounder for clips. That oh, was, you don't? Okay. No. <laughs> no, I don't. 270 episodes. You haven't figured that part out yet? <laughs> I don't pay attention. I know. I just kind of. I just gotta go with the flow. Okay, here's uh, Alec Baldwin saying things. It also tells me I can count on you to cover my ass because coming over here from the CIA was a lateral move. Some say I stepped down, but I did it because of you. Don't make me regret it. Yeah, don't make oh. me regret it. That was nice. That was nice words. It's almost like a love letter there. If you if you, if you say it in a different voice, yeah. you know, I did it for you. Yeah, I yeah. did it just for you. Yeah, I mean that's just basically like. Ooh, this is why you're so good because you love your team. Yeah. Uh, so I guess said, you complete me. Yeah, there yeah. you go. You, That's you, it. You, you why had... can't I quit you? Huh? Remember that one? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, instead of you had me in hello, you had me at yeah. pulling the face mask off or something. I don't know. Um, you had me at Halloween. Yeah. Speaking of uh, face mask, here we go. Can you still make a mask? I need a face to make a mask. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, Maybe left. There's show me in your face. Show me in your face. Yeah. I want to take his face off. Oh. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I'm sure that'd have been. Fun. I heard they're rebooting that. By the they way, they are rebooting that. It's so weird. I don't. That get is it. weird. I just don't Maybe they'll it. bring back John Woo. I just. Hey. There that, you go. that movie doesn't feel like something that that people will buy in 2020. You know, nah. I just. Nah, that's like no, 90s action cheese in, a, in the best way. Yeah. It's explodium yeah. and everything. And, oh, yeah. 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 Doves, slow motion. I mean, all of John Woo's like hits wrapped up in the one with a ridiculous premise. But yeah. Anyway. Anyway. I'm sure it'll yeah. be great uh, or not. I don't know. Uh, this also made me laugh. <laughs> Hope is not a strategy. Oh, you must be new. Oh, that's another thing that I thought was uh, that I think is funny, sort of like a running gag in the in the Mission Impossible, uh, or at least the newer movies, where it's just like, oh, we just we just sort of do whatever. We don't have you know, a plan, run, and and run whenever by the seat of their pants, yeah, yeah, and whenever Ethan does something, they all act uh, surprised, <laughs> like they're not used to it by now. Like I don't know, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, yeah. whatever. It feels weird that like Luther seems to be the only one that knows that he's awesome. You know, well, how will we know? Yeah. Luther, he'll get it done. He always does. Yeah, we know he's always. You know, what I'm saying it just. <laughs> well, I guess someone has to doubt the great Tom Cruise. So yeah. the so us and the audience will be like, well, maybe he'll fail this time. Maybe they'll right. stop the franchise now. Yeah. 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 How well? Here's the thing. How cool would it have been had he not been able to get that? Like, well. Like the the bombs actually do go off. Oh, you, you, know, you give want us, like give us an Avengers uh, Endgame? Oh yeah, not Endgame, Infinity War yeah. ending, right? In a Mission Impossible, Mission I wonder Impossible how that would go. Well, that's when he he wakes up and he's in that what was that mech movie that he did? That Edge where of he tomorrow. kept on repeating. Tomorrow, not Edge of Tomorrow. Uh, live no, oh uh, Edge of Tomorrow. 
Yeah, Edge that's tomorrow. it. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. That's the, uh, the future that sequel movie. to the Mission Impossible uh, franchise. Yeah. 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 Fan theory, fan theory. Well, they're actually making I kind of would like to see a movie or two that, that end like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, just, just, just that was we always, always have my, a happy ending. Yeah, my biggest complaints with Marvel until Infinity War was that there's just doesn't feel like there's consequences or, or that there's, there's stakes here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's because, you know, we can't have a little Billy getting afraid that something might happen. <laughs> you know, it's just got to be a straight line of, you know, no zero emotion. And uh, yeah. maximum ticket sales and well, product placement. Okay, I gotta yeah. defend it. There's emotion. Let's let's not let's not be too cold here. There's 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 some emotion in those movies, but but none of those emotions are fear. Exactly. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, well, it's it's yucks. That they don't have emotion. They have quips and yucks. No, basically. there's Mister Mister Stark. I don't feel so good. Literally brought me to tears. But see that? But that was showing you a stake. That was that was That's what my, I'm looking for. Right. Well, Infinity War was great, uh, but then they undid everything with uh, Endgame. Well, I felt every, I, it was all undone with Endgame. And I've said on the show, I think Infinity War is a better film than Endgame. And, it is. And I've watched yeah. both of them multiple times, but I still um, I, this is the this, when I watched Endgame before Sam did, and this is the the spoiler free way I explained the movie. I said, you know, in the movie The Two Towers, when uh, they're talking about Sauron's talking about needing an army, and Grima Wormtongue said you would need you know tens of thousands, and they walk out onto the platform, and there's an army of tens of thousands, and he is so overstruck with awe that he weeps. I mm-hmm. that's my emotion in that scene when on your left happens, and then the the thing in that moment, I literally was weeping in the movie theater because I was in awe of the moment. Now again, Infinity War is a better movie because you get more one-on-one interaction. Than, mm-hmm. than this massive thing at the end, and one of your, and I felt bad that your one of your best fighters is is stuck holding up water, but um, anyway, it's fine. We're not going to talk about that anymore. <laughs> We're going to keep talking about this. Um, tangents are great. And, <laughs> no, seriously, I love I love a good. See tangent. that rabbit hole over there? No, we do it that all looks the time. Interesting. It's great. Uh, speaking of <laughs> rabbit holes, no, I can't transition to this. Uh, this is a rule. If you say the name of your movie in your movie, I have to capture it. So here is that yeah. moment. Once it plays. The fallout of all your good intentions. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, riveting stuff. Yes. I like him as a bad guy. I thought he was kind of interesting. Um, I thought that moment there was a little campy, but I thought for the most part he did pretty good as a bad guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, acting wise, everyone does a fine job in these. Yeah, I just part. and honestly, I want mm-hmm. I want more Simon Pegg always. So, oh, yeah. oh, I do. I did find. Um, and again, I guess this harkens back to the whole. Ooh, we're just flying by the seat of our pants, and you know whatever happens happens. When he was like tr- trying to guide Tom Cruise, and he's like, "Oop, I had the screen lock on. Yeah, oops, mm. I only had it in two D. I mean." <laughs> He's uh, he's a tech guy, right? He's supposed yeah. to know how to operate his equipment, <laughs> especially by he's been in what three of these movies at this point. Yeah. But I get it; it's supposed to be a tension release for the audience. But that doesn't mean I have to like it. 
there's there's lots of, I mean he does that in, in the other movies too you know I mean right I mean I get it, bumbling in the first movie the, that he was in and then maybe the second one but come on this is the third one the, like, the, one of my favorite Benji moments is in the fourth movie when they're on the sky spire and you know uh, Ethan has to go out the window and climb the thing but the, the whole bit of that movie is that the tech always fails so like all the tech is failing and right, so his glove is right. failing mm-hmm. and he's having to like free climb the building and all that stuff and then um, he has to jump back in and they're, you know, he's about to fall out and like it takes a chain of like three people to pull him back in and they all pull back in and they're all like breathless and they're about to all pass out and then Benji comes back inside from having to change the numbers on the rooms and he's like, man, mm-hmm. that sure was hard. That was, you know, like <laughs> they're all just staring See, at him. Now that's funny. That, yeah. that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't make him look like a completely inept person. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I get what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, I mean that that stuff cracks me up. And uh, anyway, I don't want to talk too much more about that that yep. movie because again, I like I liked um, that movie a lot. I thought that was a good one. Mm-hmm. Honestly, the only part that drove me crazy, and it's just because of my industry. Like whenever you are in an industry and your the movie dips into that, you're like always kind of extra vigilant to make sure they get it right. And it's sure. at the end of that movie where the bad guy rips out all the uh, the wires out of like the server bay, and somehow mm-hmm. Benji is without without any tools is able to put Cat Five cables back together and put them back in the connectors where they went. It's like okay, right. he's just that good. <laughs> he's just that good. Yeah, he, uh, he can just. Address. He's the e- he's the Ethan Hunt of tech guys. <laughs> yeah. There you he's go. Got tiny little Trump hands. Yeah. Mm. Oh, <laughs> getting us on that list. Uh, all right, here we go. Moving on. Uh, what is this clip? I don't know. Here we go. Oh, sure. I got this. Don't worry about old Luther. There you go. Oh. Uh, this is the last yeah. part that was kind of funny. Uh, again, the world is about to end, so let's take a couple seconds to have a joke. Oh, sure. I got this. That's not what I meant to play. Sorry, I meant to play this that, That's oh, Wow, you, you said that copy. twice in the movie. Yeah, <laughs> he said it was weird. Okay, it's here we go. Very powerful Benji, line. you copy. <laughs> Ethan, Ethan, where are you? I'm in a helicopter going after Walker. Oh, no. How did you get in the helicopter? Well, you can fly a helicopter. Did you say helicopter? What the hell are you doing in a helicopter? Did, did you just, hey, hey, did you find the other bomb? <laughs> See, there they are. What? Yeah. Ethan, what are you doing? Yeah. Like... <laughs> it, it honestly reminded me of my children, where like, I'm trying to explain a point, but because I use the word, like, train, and they're like, ooh, train? What kind of train? Was it a diesel train or a steam train? No. Uh, <laughs> my, gotcha. my train of thought, you know, you know so, yeah. Sure. There you go. You're right. Uh, and now for some more bad news. Ready? This is where I talk about trivia. Tom Cruise trained for an entire year to perform the Halo, which is high altitude, low opening stunt in this film. Mm. <laughs> dedication it is dedication i applaud him mm-hmm. i mean he gets paid a lot of money to do it and i'm glad that he did it, it makes the movie better sure I think. Yeah. Uh, the film had whoever wrote this is just someone that i don't know was maybe listening to christmas music like listening to the 12 days of christmas or something but this film had three thousand setups 13 helicopters six pregnancies five hiatuses four weeks of aerial photography three continents two winters and a broken ankle and yet a man couldn't shave his mustache yeah <laughs> Yeah, it was in his contract. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, it was in his contract. Rebecca Ferguson, who played uh, Elsa, was pregnant while filming this movie. She was about seven months pregnant when filming was completed. Mm. Wow. Yeah. That was okay. the scene where she was hit by the car, right? Yeah. 
They just oh uh, sprayed some green screen on her and they keyed it out. <laughs> She's walking around with a green screen belly. It's pretty funny. <laughs> Henry Cavill improvides the arm gun reload moment in the bathroom fight. I just nice. That's funny. There yeah. was, which is pretty much the uh, I think the iconic image of this movie. It kind of is, right? Yeah. Is that you know you remember this movie by Superman cocking his fists. Right, and then everyone's already thinking, ooh, Tom Cruise is going to fight Superman? Yeah. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter that he's not playing Superman in the movie, but they're thinking, mm-hmm. ooh, Superman and Tom Cruise, which I'm sure in his own mind, I think Tom Cruise thinks that he can probably beat Superman, the real one <laughs> yeah. in the comics. The, uh, <laughs> there's a lot of trivia, a lot of trivia about you know the stunts and stuff, and one, of the, one big section of trivia was um, Henry Cavill talking about uh, having to get into shape for this movie. So the difference between shape for this and shape for Superman is in Superman, it's all about body sculpting. It's just about looking big on camera. And in this mm-hmm. movie, it's about being able to do stunts and physical, uh, the fight scenes and stuff. And it's hard to do those types of fight scenes when you're that big chested. Right. And so they had to, he had to basically uh, lean down a little bit and do more of the other kind of like lean muscle, you know, whatever. Sure. So, but that was that was actually kind of interesting to read about um, him in his workout, that's, and then they also that, made, that's what I have to do every day. Sure. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta <laughs> lean down a little bit for your band gig because I don't know. Yep. Uh, they yeah. also did kind of make uh, uh, Simon Pegg did a lot of working out for this role and actually had a six pack, and so they called him Six Pack Peggy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what an insult! Yeah, uh, no, right? Wouldn't you like to have that insult for someone yeah. to? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm making fun of my six-pack, guys. Yes. <laughs> um, one of the other pieces of trivia I read, I didn't put it in the, my notes, but is that Simon Pegg got the role because J.J. Abrams was such a fan of Shaun of the Dead that that's why he put him in the third movie. Oh, wow. And then they just, he just... And then he got into Star Trek from that. And yeah, yeah interesting. Yeah. It's all about who you know. Yeah, well, yeah. you're not wrong. I mean, right? Hollywood is very... Uh, What's the word? Incestuous. Incestuous. That's the word I was looking for. Thank you. Um, I couldn't think of the word for some reason. I was thinking like insidious. But clicky is another good word, too. Yeah. I mean, mean, and people get their friends. I mean, you know, Spielberg likes his Tom Hanks and his... uh, I mean, people, you know, directors work with the people that they know and that they can trust. So... Sure. I get that. Uh, Well, Henry Cavill. This is kind of interesting. So I liked the 2015 Man from Uncle movie. I, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I'd never watched the show, but I enjoyed the movie. Henry Cavill replaced Tom Cruise in that movie. Tom Cruise was supposed to be the American agent. Hmm. Um, Interesting. But Tom Cruise couldn't do it because of reasons. I don't remember what they were. What, did they fail in their mission? Or have any kind of negativity in uh, in their character? Sure. I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, the last okay. one I wrote was White Widow is introduced as she is introduced as she delivers a tribute speech speech to her late mother Max, who she describes as a lover of paradoxes. While never clarified on screen, the filmmakers have confirmed that Max was indeed Vanessa Redgrave's character from the first Mission Impossible film. Wow, Where, I wonder if there's like, you know, some. I mean, because I I watched there was like a I remember watching the '80s reboot and i've seen some of the classic ones but i just wonder if anyone who would actually remember that like sat in the theater and was like ah oh, yeah yeah 
<laughs> little Easter egg for me. Yeah, I mean, yeah, probably not. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I guess you're if you're a, if you're a fan of this series, like some people are fans of the Bond or Marvel or Star Trek or Star Wars sure. series. You know, maybe someone was like mm-hmm. Max. Hmm. I wonder if that's so. Right. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. and it's funny because I that movie was on like stars or encore or something that i have and i watched it it was about mm, two months ago and i watched a little bit of it i mean tom cruise looks like he's 12 in that movie mm. compared to yep. this movie it's just it's so funny compared the, to 13 in this movie and the tech <laughs> yeah and the tech in that movie is <laughs> just as tall is real bad <laughs> it's not good i just i appreciate that they got away from some of the like i know the masks are still kind of a a, a star star wars kind of tech but I mean, mm-hmm. the fact that you have chewing gum that if you put two ends together, it explodes. I mean, that's you know, that's like yeah. that's James Bond stuff. I don't want James Bond in my Mission Impossible. Is all I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, which they got away from. I mean, like sure, a little bit. You know, I mean, they're the walking gloves on the on the side of the building. But that, well, well, I mean, if you think about it, like the very first Mission Impossible movie was nothing like the show because it wasn't about a team working together it was about tom cruise like running away from the you know impossible mission force it's basically a chase movie it's the fugitive but then later on down the line they actually got more team friendly i guess Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, yep. he has to recruit his own team. One of them is a good right. guy, and then one of them just happens to be working for the bad guys. Sure, yeah. And, they, they threw the team together again at the end. Yeah. And, I mean, Luther has been in the series ever since then. I mean, basically, Ethan just picked a good dude. Uh, right. And go back and listen to Luther talking about the uh, the computers that he wants. I mean, that stuff, you want to talk about some <laughs> techno-babble garbage. I mean, that stuff makes Star Trek look good. So I want oh, a man, Commodore 64. With an Atari Jaguar and a Sega CD hooked up to it. I mean, you're pretty. It's pretty close. I mean, like some of the stuff he says is literally just nonsense. I'm sure it's not at the level of um, the 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 technical expertise in like swordfish or something like that. <laughs> oh so. gosh, I thought no one's allowed to reference swordfish in 2019. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen, if you uh, if, if if you listen to more shows of ours, which I don't recommend that you do, um, you'll learn that one of my big issues in movies is when directors talk down to us as a as a consumer. Uh, oh yeah, and yeah, there's they a lot of movies. There's a lot of movies where they talk down to us when it comes to tech because they just don't think we're smart enough. Now I kind of forgive that in the early '90s movies, like movies like The Net. Because we mm-hmm. didn't know what that was yet, so I kind of get that a little bit. Yeah. But Swordfish was in an was in the aughts. Like we knew what the internet was. Like when he says they have a dedicated T one line, like we kind of know what that. Whoa. Means. Yeah, I know. So when <laughs> when when um, Wolverine is there typing on screen and there's no text being delivered on the screen. And it's just these yeah. floating. It's brilliant. Sun. I mean, it's, it's just the, the perfect example of how to hack into a computer. So I wonder how many times the phrase was uttered. I'm in in that movie. <laughs> I don't know. It, it's all dumb. That movie. The only thing that we liked uh, in the bad. movie was. You guys must not, be big fans of hackers. I've actually never seen <laughs> hackers, but I heard it's awful. It is. It's awful in the Ooh. best way. Now we did for the show. We did sneakers, which we love sneakers because that movie has yep. tech in it that they don't talk down to us. You know, like right. here's this scary yeah. thing. We're not going to explain it to you. We just know it's a scary thing, and we're going to show it to you in a very logical manner. And 
Um, Dan Aykroyd is awesome. Okay. Uh, again, another rabbit hole. Here we go. Excuse me while I whip this out. This is where we do our top three. And yeah. because this movie, like several other of the Mission Impossible movies, end with you know the, the day being saved literally by one second. So we decided to do movies mm-hmm. that were a last-second save. I didn't really know how to, how to word it, but I think you kind of get the gist of what we're trying to say. Uh, Andrew typically will start us off with that. Okay. I've got uh, to start off with number three, uh, Men in Black. Okay, yeah. The, the okay, first yeah. one. Yeah. Um, as he's about ready to leave the, the uh, planet there. Yep. Uh, yeah. And then uh, number two, I'm pilot. I'm fly. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Independence Day. Independence Day. Uh, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, where Randy Quaid shoves it right up the sphincter of the spaceship. Yep. <laughs> and then number one, I'm going to go back to uh, an older movie called Stripes. Okay. With, uh, with yeah. your uh, Bill Murray and John Candy. And, I don't uh, they remember. They save the world from a nuclear bomb. All because they finally remember that they can get along with the Russians if they just make love. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sure. I'll take it. If you've not seen Stripes, you should watch Stripes. It's been years. I don't remember. It's been even years most of years it. and years. <laughs> Sam. All right. I have got um, my number three of uh, Screaming Moonbeam. For never ending story to save the world from from the nothing. Oh yeah. Is that what he says? I never knew what he said. I think it's Moonbeam. I don't yeah. know. I always thought it was. Then I've right. got several uh saves in the rock with the sarin yeah. gas. Yeah. That's <laughs> one of mine. And then probably the most legitimate um true to life save um ever put on screen was when the T-Rex rescued <laughs> the the guys from the Raptors in Jurassic Park. Okay. That, that's actually pretty that, good. That actually fits. Yeah. Usually when he tries to shoehorn Jurassic <laughs> Park good. in, it doesn't fit, but that one actually does kind of fit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that, that actually works. All right, see? <laughs> yeah. Because usually it's like uh, top three movies with uh, a, 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 a helicopter in it. Well, Jurassic Park, there was a helicopter. Okay, it didn't do anything. It just took them to the island and landed. But there was a helicopter. Okay, fine. Uh, that was a bad example, but that's my point. Uh, Steven. All right, I got um, Die Hard 2, Die Harder. Um, okay. He lights uh, the gas from the plane on fire and it blows up all the mercenaries. Does that count? That's right. I yeah, forgot that about that. They're about yeah. to get away. Mr. Falcon. That's yeah, right. that's what they say on the edited version that's on exactly TV. exactly what he says. And it's so um, awkward. <laughs> and um, I, also, I have, uh, this is because of Men in Black. You mentioned Men in Black earlier. This reminded me of uh, uh, Howard the Duck. The aliens are coming and then Ooh. they blow up the transport thing at the end to stop them from i don't remember ever I, i've never seen howard the duck oh, quack what? Food, man. Quack oh food. you haven't oh. lived uh <laughs> yeah. you must see howard the duck i don't this um, is a marvel movie so I'm, I'm surprised i haven't but no i haven't seen it uh, it's technically uh, not but anyway <laughs> it's not well i mean I he is a marvel character i don't know but, yeah. uh, i don't think marvel owned that property when they made that movie 
I wasn't he part of actually one of the, was he part it's of the a very um there's like a whole war about who actually owned Howard the Duck between the creator uh, Steve Gerber and Marvel yeah uh so I don't the, the answer <laughs> is I don't know the answer is is um, that poor Lil, Lily Lily Tomlin no what's her name uh Marty <laughs> McFly's mom what's her name um come on yeah, I know who? you're talking about Lori Tomlin no who's who's Marty McFly's mom Andrew, Miss McFly. It's your favorite movie. Come on. Uh, it, it is Leah something. Leah Thompson. Thompson. Leah Thompson. Yeah. yeah, she has yeah. sex with the duck. I mean, let's just. <laughs> I mean, come on. Let's. <laughs> don't you want to watch it now? I really Even more? don't. I That's don't. interesting. Uh, it sounds awful. No, we'll watch it for the show. If it's streaming, we'll watch it for the show. Sure, why not? Yeah, we'll find it somewhere. Yeah. Well, good luck finding it. All but right. uh, anyway, uh, number three, I would say, uh, aliens. When they when they jump on the ship at the end to escape from the aliens, nuke it from Does that, yeah, that'll work. Yeah, cool. Uh, my four yeah. or four, my three. I did do an honorable mention because it's not a movie. It's one of the episodes of Sherlock Holmes, the TV show, where there's a bomb on the subway and he, like Sherlock, is supposed to de- 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 defuse it and he doesn't know how. And then he sees that there's literally an off button, and so he just turns it off. <laughs> um, but doesn't tell. Nice. But doesn't tell um, Watson. Watson. <laughs> it's just nice. just to be a dick. Uh, my number three <laughs> is Star Wars: A New Hope. Okay. Oh, now there's a Star Wars movie I've heard of. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Torpedoes yeah. using using space magic. They get the photon torpedoes to go yeah. ninety degrees down. Take a ninety degree turn yeah, down the uh, down the hole right down before the shaft. The, yeah. the shoot thing. Okay. The, the laser. My number two was the rock, and then my number one was Star Trek II: The Wrath of Khan. Because okay. uh, Spock saves the ship, and they zoom off right before the Genesis torpedo blows up and kills everything. So, um, like Sam, if I can fit Star yes. Trek into the category, yep. I will. And so I did, <laughs> and it worked. <laughs> it actually worked that time. Oh, same with me and Howard the Duck. Oh, there you go. Okay. By the way, I I can't believe it. we've made it an hour and fifteen minutes into the show, and I have not yet played. Uh, this, um, uh, this, uh, I, I have a, we have a, a regular, I call him regular. He's been on the show three or four or five times. Uh, his name's Steve Everett. And so whenever he's on the show, I play his intro. So Steven, in honor of your name, Steven, you get to have this as your intro. Steven. There you go. So that was pretty cool. There you go. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Needs more synthesizer, but, uh, <laughs> I can live with it. Hey, I just you know just a bit more sync. I just uh, I just copy, man. I don't I don't write it. So there you go. Sure, sure. <laughs> I have no original ideas. I just steal from other people. All right. Speaking of go. stealing, we're gonna do this. No, that's not it. I'm gonna play this. Wait, what's supposed to happen? Well, uh, Harry Potter. This is where we give our score of uh, out of ten, from one to ten. Uh, ten being the highest, of course. And we uh, do a little uh, little uh, thing for the movie. So Andrew will go first yeah. with your review or your number, your ranking, as was the word. That's the word, ranking. Yeah. Well, I uh, like I said, I, in my five-word review, I really think this is probably the best one of uh, all the Mission Impossible films that, have, that are out there that I've seen. Um, and uh, I'm going to give it a, a good 8.6. Out of ten. All right, I can dig that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Sam. All right. Um, I've you know I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Beautiful look at. 
I wonder about the replay value. You know, if, if like uh, Stephen said that, you know, you kind of get you want them to get to the next action scene, um, watching it again, and then skip over some of the narrative. But so I, I kind of downgraded a little bit for that. So I give it a good seven point eight seconds left on the bomb out of ten. All right. Cool, uh, Stephen. Uh, yeah, I will definitely give it, this is my second time viewing it. I will give it a strong seven, but there really shouldn't be any question on whether you should, uh, watch it, even if yeah, it's for the yeah. second time. Cause there are some great stunts done by, uh, human beings. And mm-hmm. I mean, and even though maybe the dialogue in between isn't like the greatest ever, it doesn't detract from the film. It's just a solid action movie that, for some reason, Hollywood doesn't make anymore. So uh, do yourself a favor and watch it. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. I'm, yep. I, 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 I'm picking up what you're laying down. Uh, I'm going to go along with all of you. I really like this movie. Um, to Sam's point about rewatchability, this is my third time seeing it in the last three months. Um, hmm. I, yeah, I watched it twice when I was laid up because of my back. So um, I just, I was, I like this movie a lot. I, I still think maybe the third one is my favorite, but this is a better movie, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Um, you know, well, so. you, you said the third one is your favorite? Yeah, it is. I like the third one a lot. I know, whatever. Mm. I don't care. The, side, the sideways <laughs> I mean, I, I heard you say you liked it, but I didn't realize it was your favorite. Of the six, yeah, I think it is. It's probably my favorite. I just, uh, there's something about it that I really like. I don't really know what it is. And maybe because of just honestly because of the director, I don't know. I might be weirdly biased. I don't. I don't know. Uh, but this is a really, really good movie. I definitely recommend you go watch it. So with that having all with all those stipulations, I don't remember what I gave Mission Impossible Three on the show, and I'm not going to go back and look up. But I'm going to give it a <laughs> six point nine eight. No, eight point nine eight. I literally typed eight and said six. I don't know why I did that. Uh, 8.98, right. just under a 9. I liked it a lot. I think it's a really good movie. Um, and I definitely think you should all go watch it, like, right now. Uh, yep, agreed. Th- though mm-hmm. we typically don't recommend you watch the movie. You don't have to watch the movie before we review it. I don't think that's the case here either, but I think that it would be helpful. Uh, though I am looking back at my, my, my number for Mission Impossible 3, and I'm real close to the same number, so that's good. <laughs> uh yeah there we go that's right, it so um, it? that's it that's the show my gosh that was so much fun um steven thank you so much for joining us on this yeah this, man this has been fun thanks for coming along no thank you it has it's been a blast i've enjoyed it yeah good um <laughs> do you have anything you want to pimp out real quick i, I mentioned at the beginning of the show you have your own podcast go ahead and tell our listeners what that is and where they can find you uh, yes, I host the uh, Theme Park Legends podcast. It's a podcast about people who have worked in theme park industry, whether it be a, a performer or a janitor, or even sometimes I've managed to get some managers or executives on there, and they just get on there and talk about what it was like, uh, share some uh, stories, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and uh <laughs> If you happen to have worked in a theme park and want to come on, just shoot me an email at uh, themeparklegends at gmail.com. So, so if I grew up in uh, near Cypress Gardens and I used to jump off a second-story dock into the swamp for the uh, tour boats that would go around, does that mm-hmm. count? Wait, they paid you to do that? 
No, no, we just did it for fun. <laughs> well, you have to fill at least 30 oh, minutes. Okay. So okay. Uh, maybe. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah. Go check that out and go listen. Was to it, it was a theme park, a theme park insider, right? Oh, theme park. No. <laughs> That's another much more popular magazine. Uh, so it's a <laughs> That's right. theme, park theme park legend. Legends. Gmail. Theme park legends. Thank you. Yeah. 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 Go listen to my episode. Yeah, you should. He, and, he did great. Yeah. And all of the other ones, yeah. too. Did you talk about the ice capades? Uh, not, <laughs> I did talk about the ice <laughs> show. Yeah, I did. Uh, and all of the, Good. the fun stuff. Good. Now everybody knows. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Sam's not lying. I did actually do an ice show. It's just <laughs> he makes it seem ridiculous for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, of course, everything Sam does is ridiculous. Uh, who knows why anyway that's the show my gosh that was so much fun thanks again for listening Um, uh, and again thanks for uh, Stephen for joining us on the show absolutely thanks dude Uh, next week we're doing Annihilation uh, the movie about things getting blown up I have no idea what this movie is about I just know that she Thor Lady Thor albino alligators yeah uh, okay Uh, sure uh, I know so that uh, good. Not, so good. Uh, it really is. Lady Thor is in it. Natalie Portman. She's gonna be. Uh, she's in it. I know that. That's about all I know. Uh, so yeah, that's it. Uh, you can go to our website, cheapseatreviews.com, where you can go back and listen up to about a year's worth of our old episodes. We're still slowly, um, very slowly, updating our backlog. It just is what it is. But go there and listen to them. You can leave comments on each episode. So if you want to have a little discussion about an episode or. Whatever, that's a good place to do that. And you can leave, um, you can submit a request for a movie if you want us to do something. I know we got some requests on Twitter or on Facebook. Unfortunately, all of the requests aren't streaming. So <laughs> that kind of defeats the purpose. Yeah, we got, um, we, but we did get some requests, which was great. Just, um, I, would, I would love to do Die Hard or Die Hard 2 for Christmas movies. And though we've already done Gremlins, uh, I would still love to do something else fun for, for the kind of the Christmas season. Yeah. Um, anyway, go to Jurassic Facebook. Park is a great Christmas movie, which we've already done. Um, <laughs> Christmas movie. Come on, get out of here. Facebook.com slash Cheap Seat Reviews is how you can get us, and at Cheap Seat Cast is where we are on Twitter. So, on behalf of Andrew, Sam, and Steven, this is Sean saying thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next week.